Yeah, so my doctor was like, uh, your triglycerides are high. So, like, you shouldn't be drinking, like, beer as often as you do. But, like, he was like, okay. You don't, like, like, your, like, liver and everything is fine. Like, you can still drink. But he was like, your tri- triglycerides are high. Which is basically, like, you're having too many carbs. But these are Don't never mad at a f***ing, uh, a, a truly citrus punch. Yeah, I'm never mad at a seltzer. Who had go on this? I did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you talking about? Wow. <laughs> Looking to replace the audio guy all of a sudden? You can yeah. edit this too. Budget though, cuts. Budget cuts. <laughs> Is it good? We don't know yet. Yeah, we'll have to open it and see. Whew. I don't know. A review live on air. It's citrus. Oh, see, I like citrus and I like punch. I don't like a lot of citrus. But together like that? that? It's fruit juice thing, though. So hmm. I don't understand. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't know what I want out of a citrus punch. I, I'm thinking rum punch. What flavor I, is that? Is that one flavor? Is that I think flavor? it's all just like citrus punch. Yeah, I got 24 of them. So I still have 24 packs. Though. No, I, I got two 12 packs. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, hey, bro, uh, we going in. But yeah, I was like, they better not suck. Like these suck, and I have to drink like 22 of them. Well, well at least gone, you're going to have low triglycerides. So I was like, best. I can't, like, cut out anything like I eat, though. Because, like, yeah. like I mean, the other day could, at work, like, fuck that. yeah, we had, like, a pizza party. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do then? Maybe, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doc, you tell me. What are you going to do? One of the top food-related parties. Pizza party. It's, it's got to be I mean, number Ice one. cream parties out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, That's I'll it. take pizza over ice cream. Same. Pasta party. Uh, like you could have that's like when you like cram for cater. a sport, right? Like I feel like when they're like, we have a that's, spaghetti that's dinner like if there's for the top five. There's five. For the football that's game. five. Taco party. Now, personally, I'm a lasagna man. That's why I can. Uh, I do love a good lasagna. <laughs> I never I eat, I eat lasagna like once every two or three years, and I only oh. want it when it's homemade. I don't like this. I don't like the frozen shit. I want. Right. I like homemade lasagna. What are you doing in three hours? Nothing. We're having a lasagna. <laughs> you don't want to. You want to spend another three hours making a lasagna? <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy's making the show, and then I'll make you lasagna. That's a fair trade. I like that, because I get lasagna in the end. So at my company right now, we get nine paid holidays wow. like you get off for. Nine? Okay. Yeah. Now, I work for a pretty big company, so we have a lot of people in a lot of different countries. My coworkers in Germany get 23 wow. paid holidays. 23 holidays? Yeah, about a week of that is for Oktoberfest, though. Uh, I don't know. Cause but no one's going to work during October. Did you ask them like why? Like for what? They get like a holiday, like literally, like every Friday they'll just be like, "Hey, yeah, we're uh, taking off." Like it's the German holiday for whatever, and yeah, like every single damn Friday. I need. To, I I'm gonna look up these. We need to come holidays. up with some more holidays. Dude, we right? have holidays we don't even use. You, you know what I think should absolutely be a holiday, and I don't even think it's crazy because like. That's, like, why we don't have more is, like, it would get political really quickly. But the uh, the one that should be a holiday is the Monday after the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I feel like yes. that's just good for the economy. Yes. Because you basically just get, like, I would be more willing to go out to the bar. Mm-hmm. I would yeah, be, you know, too. more willing to, like, host a and Super Bowl party. And we've talked about it before that. Yeah, or at least put it on party guy. All the foods and stuff you can have. If you can't do that, put it on Saturday at least. Like, why is it on? No, Sunday? give me off on Monday. See, I, like, yeah, I, I was gonna say. Yeah, I'll, that's true. I want that yeah. for you. But why? Why can't we just do that? I don't know. Start the petition. You know, uh, it's happened before. People do it. Start all the time. it again. 
But yeah, I I think that's the most obvious no brainer. Box populi. That I probably agree. means something. I want to pop me punch. Cheers. 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 And we're back like the brewers asking for taxpayer money. <laughs> it's Thurston Ten. Every time? Every time. All the time. Hey, so how's that gonna... punch, though? Okay, first of all, I want to know, are we going to get like a five-county Monday tuna? I hope so. You better add another day. Also, I need to thank your high-track glycerides. God <laughs> damn, this is good. Yeah, this That's is actually pretty, pretty delicious. Truly citrus punch. Yeah, we're, you know, we're, we don't need to be an ad, but... With other natural flavors. <sighs> and they're naturally good. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's that's actually pretty good. Sweet, it's sour. I yeah. get a few citruses yeah. going on there. It's not quite my margarita in the citrus complexities, <laughs> but it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. It, it, it has chances. My problem with uh, Trulies is like I would drink twenty of them. Uh-huh. Like I feel like you know I'll drink ten or twelve beers in a night, get full, pass out. Be productive the next day. Yeah. But with Sounds this, right. like, I'll just like drink case after case. Mm-hmm. Like I turn into Andre the Giant. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna have a hundred plus beers, a hundred plus Trulies in a night. So the Brewers are remodeling Miller Park. Apparently, uh, they need four hundred million. I just don't understand that. There's nothing wrong with the stadium. It doesn't look old. There's no cracks anywhere. It doesn't look rusted. Like, I'm not... There's that leaky part, but did they fix that? I mean, like, it doesn't cost $400 million to fix a leak. No. I feel like that wasn't even one of the main parts. Just get some duct tape. Yeah. It works. Uh, Super glue that hole. It, if this goes to where people are saying it's going to go, are you going to be mad if it's like we... You either need to pay four hundred and fifty million dollars, whatever it's going to be, or we're going to leave. Like I feel like a lot of people, I don't like people are going to be mad, but they're comparing it to the Bucks. When I feel like everybody, when the Bucks were threatening to leave before they built Pfizer, we knew like how good the Bucks were going to be. Yeah, in a few years, like, that's we had Giannis. True. At that point, we still thought Jabari Parker was going to be a star. I knew he wasn't going to be a star after he tore his first ACL. But we thought like Thon Maker was going to be a star. No, whoever he, thought that. A lot of people did. Why? But you knew like there was a lot of talent on the Bucks. But the Brewers, it feels like the timing isn't as good. And it feels like now they're on the downslope. Again. Of the golden years. Yep. Well, more like silver years, I guess. Bronze. Yeah, okay. Nickel. Silver. It's still a medley. I mean, we, I'll stop it. We, so made, we made the playoffs a couple years in a row. So here's here's what we kind of wanted to know. It says the cost is category of what the... And who's the source? Journal Sentinel. Okay. Okay, so it's... Interiors of the stadium need fixing. So this is stadium glass, like the big panels in the outfield. Seed replacements, suite upgrades, retail space improvements, and concourse replacements. That's not four hundred and fifty yeah. million. No, that's supposed to only be like a hundred million of this, and that's supposed to be like the biggest part, according to this the article. Be, all that but I've be... also heard people say that one, the 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 renovations like don't seem as pressing as MLB's making it seem. Yeah. My two problems with this is one, the whole MLB threat, like the Rob Manfred coming in and making a threat, and at the same time trying to be like, I'm not making a threat, but we'll move them. 
But then also, I hate, overall, I hate how political this has become because that's what's really behind this. Is like, who's going to approve the deal, I think. And who makes the deal that gets the Brewers approved, I think, is what everyone's kind of jostling for. So for me, I just want it to be done. I didn't really realize, like, coming up, maybe the age we are, and, you know, they built the stadium when we are 10. The Bucks got a stadium 10-ish years, 15 years after that. Like, you kind of think that teams are permanent, and you forget how much that they just, like, threaten to move all the time. And I really don't like that, that they just, like, Hold it against you. Like okay, bye. we pay for the stadium, we pay for the upgrades, we pay for the tickets, we pay for the parking. Oh, can we have more money for this? So we're gonna leave. Like f- you. At some point, you have to actually like spend money on the on-field yeah. product. Yeah, yeah. Positioning. I was gonna say, hold up your end on something, and I'm talking like, don't always come asking me for money. Like you're the hundreds of millionaires. So the Brewers are gonna be very surprised when that's the response they get from a lot of fans. Um, like, I think they're expecting this to go a lot like how the Bucks went. But, like, it doesn't sound like they're making, like, upgrades. It doesn't sound like they're, like, adding, like, hey, we're going to add, like, this really super cool part to the stadium or anything like this. I, I just don't get it. And I, I'm going to give you my hot take, and maybe this is a leap. I think the Brewers are getting a little bit of a taste of their own medicine right now. And here's why. Who do the Brewers take to arbitration every year? Or not every year, but, like, when they go to arbitration, they always kind of take, like, the best player, right? Like, they take Josh Hader, they take Corbin Burns, and in my mind, that's not really about them trying to pinch pennies, save money. That's about sending a message to everybody else. If we are willing to take this person to arbitration, like, you better believe that we will take you to arbitration. You know, if you're a Luis Sharias or a Mike Brasso or an Eric Lauer or somebody, and you see Corbin Burns getting taken to arbitration, that's kind of a message that maybe you don't really want to play hardball next year in your case. But now the MLB is doing the exact same thing to the Brewers. And if you're a, if you're, um, a fan base or an organization like Tampa or Cleveland or Cincinnati or Pittsburgh... And you're seeing them do this to the Brewers? Isn't that kind of a wake-up call to you? That you have to get you have to get fans in the stands. You need to start spending money. You need to start improving your franchise. Because if they'll move Milwaukee, they'll move anybody. Oh, yeah. And, like, there's a reason, like I said, why the Brewers don't take Mike Brasso to arbitration and just make him look like a fool. Because then you're kind of setting a floor. You know, we're going to take the 25th guy on the roster... There's a reason why they're not threatening to move Tampa Bay. Because then you're setting a floor. Well, then I just have to be better than Tampa Bay. But no one's better than Tampa Bay on the field. Yeah. On the field. Yeah. But in terms of making money, a lot of fan bases, a lot of organizations do better than that. And every the Brewers team, are one of them. Every team would still rather be where Tampa Bay is right now. Or like Every team I, would yeah. still rather be winning and they'll think, for us, fans will come when we're winning. Okay, fine. But what about like Cincinnati? What about Kansas City? What about those fan bases? They got fans when they were good, right? Kansas City was yeah. good not that long ago. Yeah, they but were in the Kansas World City Series. has they Kansas World City, Series. like having been there, they have good fans. Mm. They even had when I went there, it was an Angels game, but like they had a solid turnout for being a terrible team on a rainy Monday night. So like, Kansas City has like they wanted to cheer for stuff. They sell out the Kansas City sporting KC games and they're trash. I mean, so my really thing not much was. 
So I think to me, I think actually, I think the MLB is trying to send a message to a different people. I don't think they're really, I think they're honestly trying to help out the Brewers' ownership. They're trying to prod Wisconsin, the state, into hurrying up and approving a deal. You know what I mean? They're trying to help the Brewers by, you know, if they say we could move, that makes the people, us, you know, nervous or some kind of, feel some kind of way that the now our legislature moves quicker to try and get a deal done. So I think that's who MLB is actually trying to prod into expedience. Yeah, because like they'll the do it state before. in the yeah. government. It's not the tax benefits. Maybe for it them. is like if they scare some teams, good. But I think yeah, they're trying to scare like the state of Wisconsin into fucking hurrying up. I think that's what. Well, this is basically like what the NBA did to Seattle. You yeah. know, like if they'll move Seattle, you better figure out how to get fans into your stadium. Because they moved them to OKC, which doesn't make right. any sense. No. no it doesn't make any sense. It's terrible. This is a message. So I I pulled up last year's attendance figures by team. Uh, Brewers were 14th. So Oakland was last. Miami, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Cleveland. Cleveland, you know, they have a good team. Cincinnati, Baltimore. Baltimore is on the rise. Detroit, Arizona, Minnesota, Chicago, Texas. Washington, Philadelphia, Seattle, and then you're back at Milwaukee. No, this is last year, you said? This is last year. So, like, for a team like Baltimore, I'd be interested to see this year versus last year. Like, Baltimore was on the rise last year. Baltimore has risen this year. Yeah, they're pretty good now. And, like, for me, another one, because I know you've shat on them a little bit on the show in the past, is Rays fans. I've really heard, you know, I'm not the Floridian geography expert, but I've really heard that where that stadium is is, like, what helps f- with their numbers. They're, like, it just bottlenecks, like, wherever, the, wherever oh, they, they are. Oh, they put in a big... A, the per- like, it's a terrible area. Dry- so, oh. there's one way in, one way out. Oh. And like, so people hate going there because you can't get out. It's and, I mean, lock. that stadium is trash. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's old as, sh- old as shit, too. Either way, but they're still sending a message. Like, so many teams right now in baseball are tanking. Like yeah. and I mean like the A's are going beyond tanking. Like I'm they're going literally going major league. Yeah. But you know, you look at a team <laughs> like Baltimore who's tanking so hard, how do you get teams to stop doing that? And maybe you have a sacrificial lamb if you're the MLB. I don't think I like this could really, well, in my opinion, turn into a perfect storm well, of a, a fan base who's sick of the ownership. Not wanting to give more money, the MLB seeing an opportunity to make an example and move the team to Nashville or Portland or whoever. Stop giving ideas. <laughs> and this could really, in my opinion, go bad. Now, like you said, they're probably just trying to do Antanasio a solid. It's a message to get Wisconsin to move faster because they know, they see the numbers. You said the Brewers are whichever place, fourteen. Fourteenth, and yeah. that was a down year. You know, they know we're fourteen. They know that. Those are the people that are going to put the pressure on the state and the team. So they're kind of putting the pressure more on the state. You know what I mean? They're helping to relieve the pressure from the brewers themselves. Because everyone's kind of looked at the, oh, who's trying to make the deal work and shit like that. Yeah, I think you're right. They're trying to send a message. I think it's to, like, the state government to get it done. See, that's going to affect a lot of things because people are going to have to pay taxes again. Yeah. And people hate paying more taxes. Yeah. And it's not a good time to start paying more taxes. Mm-hmm. So that's going to change a lot of things politically in the state, too, then. I mean, like, they did the same mm-hmm. thing with the Bucks. 
at the end of the day, like taxes are just wild, and you know, like, true. I'm not gonna try to like break down <laughs> the Wisconsin state tax level or anything <laughs> like that. But 450 million, as crazy as it sounds, it's not. Uh, that significant of an amount. It's the principle. It's the principle. Like, yeah, like when you have failing schools all over Milwaukee or wherever, like it does seem like there's better uses of taxpayer money. Well, and it's the fact that I didn't think every decade or so they were going to come with their hand out. And yeah, and I think that's the other big thing is the message. <laughs> Who am I giving my money to every time the Brewers play? Why are you asking me for money? Yeah, this renovation is probably going to get the Brewers from twenty thirty to twenty forty five, and then we're going to be in the same boat. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to, you know, we're going to be starting to think about building a new stadium, and I think the cycle is what's really going to scare off taxpayers. Now, I do think this is going to get approved. I do think they're going to get their renovations. But I think like you're already alienating a very annoyed fan base right now. And I don't think this is a good idea. I don't know. Like, in my opinion, Miller Park is fine as is. Yeah, it is. There's nothing wrong. It looks it's clean. doesn't look old. Like, I get like It keeps the rain out for the most part. Like, I'm cool yeah. with Sometimes that. there's a puddle the by leaks. second base, but... <laughs> well, Give us the money to fix the leak. I ain't got to run in the second base, so I'm fine. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. If the Brewers were going to make... Is there, like, anything, like, any sort of improvements that, like, you would want to see? Like, I know a lot Cheaper of Cheaper booze. Cheap, well, you're not getting that. You can throw that one out the window. You mean in the stadium? It, yeah, in the stadium. Like, what would be, like, the upgrade that you're like, oh, I They said, Con- we read it. Here, concourse or please? But, I mean, like, if they were, like, all right, like, we what? have a $50 million. I, uh... Like, to me, the concourses are fine. It's just the concrete that I walk on. The shops look fine. Yeah. I'm not rich enough to be in the suite. Yeah, So, same. honestly, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe do the panels need fixing? I'm not yeah, back there either. Yeah. I'm not watching the game from the highway. I don't know. It works for me, man. I don't see any issues. I Call it Owen Miller Park. Thing. So we have how much would it cost to put an Owen Miller Park sign up? That's how much yeah. I pay. I've heard a lot of people say they want a beer garden in the parking lot. I'm kind of scared of that idea. That's like the back of my car. That doesn't cost four hundred fifty million dollars. You are the beer garden. Yeah. Welcome to the Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like everyone's really nice. They share. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Come on I, by. I don't think there's really like any upgrade I can think of. Okay. No. What about for uh, the players? It okay. So the Brewers were gonna upgrade their team. Like, what position would you want them to upgrade? Obvious bullpen, right? Yeah, that's all. Oh, uh, yeah. I would say that's bullpen. More... We talked about that. Like the seven, eight inning guy. And if I had to get specific, honestly, not even for bullpen. I heard Justin Turner might be available, and I don't think I'd hate it. I mean, what do we got to lose at this point? To play More first games? base or third base? Maybe first against lefties, at well, least. They do need a right-handed that bat. Out. Yeah. A right-handed bat. Like, once again tonight, they're down 10-1, to 1, but Ooh. they're facing a lefty. Last night. They can't hit lefties. They never can hit lefties. It's shocking Forever. to me how bad they are at hitting lefties. But if they could get... I'll give you a name. Or roll this Chapman. 
Uh, mm. He would be great, but yeah, they're probably not going to get him. Because they suck. I'll give you a name. Um, a right-handed bat on a okay. bad team. I don't know if he's available, but give me Luis Roberts from the White Sox. 280 Ooh, hitter, yeah. 25 home runs. On a team-friendly contract, he signed like a five-year, $60 million deal two years ago. So you get him for four years. Uh, you'd have to give up a lot to get him. But he's a right-handed bat. He plays right field. Like I said, I don't know if the White Sox would sell him, but I'd, I'd love to have him. That's a good call. I mean, like you said, he would cost a lot. I'm not sure we would do it. We won't. We wouldn't. But, but he would be one that... That's a name I'd like to see in a version A Sal Freelick for mm. Luis Roberts and, you know, maybe, like, you know, a couple other prospects. I, I'd do that deal. Uh, that's probably the guy I want... Trenton, any, what position? Um, I guess I'm kind of the same way. We need a uh, seventh, eighth inning pitcher. Wish we could hit, you know. But we. Need- <laughs> I've been saying that for seven years. I know. And when we could hit, we only had pitchers, and now it's like, what the hell? I, I guess that you know, relievers. Because honestly, if we're not gonna hit the ball, we need to. We need a. Uh, if we would you trade for a role as Chapman? Yeah. Now that how costly would he be? He old. He's old, but everybody needs bullpen help. So yeah, you're right. You're maybe right. like your seventh or eighth best prospect. I'd still take him. Now, how much do you think we need like a like a back end starter because of the pitching injuries? Like at a certain point, just by the fact that you're a small market team, you have to take some risks, and. You know, they they have, even through arbitration, put a lot of money into Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff. Like, you have to bank on them being healthy. And if they're not healthy, it's probably a lost year. Yeah. So, like, I I don't think I would get a starter. Um, If I did get a starter, it'd be like a Wade Miley type. Like an old veteran who... You know, wants like to pitch. Tehran? Yeah, like yeah. a guy who wants to pitch in a pennant race. Yeah, one last time. Um, I think that would be perfect. But because you know they're gonna give it their all. But yeah, I'm not giving up a lot. Not Giolito. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm giving up <laughs> that much. So it's time to play America's favorite drinking game. <laughs> Chug. Or shrug, chug or shrug. Uh, it's gonna be a quick round here, so a little bit of a light beer version of chug or shrug. All right. Uh, I'm gonna ask you three questions. Do you want to see DeAndre Hopkins on the Packers? Are you chugging or shrugging DeAndre Hopkins? Chug? Wait, 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 wait. What? Hold on. Forgot. Oh, I just saw it, Trenton. Somebody here okay. cheered for the Texas Stars. I, I don't know who that was, but... Uh, yeah, well, yeah. we do a shot. Yeah, we, we all make bad decisions from time to time. Yeah, well, I didn't expect them to get destroyed so badly. I thought we were going to walk Let's in there and go. take it. Let's go. I picked the right game. I went to the one where they won, thanks to the Admirals. You were a total it. douche at that game. But I like the Admirals, and I do hope they win it. So I didn't even punch you. So you're welcome, Vic. Thank you, Stars, for losing. Go to ads. the Admirals. Let's go ads. Cheers. Win the... They do yeah. play tonight. They do. Saturday night. Sa- oh, yeah. They're down one. 
Even it up, maybe like a... Okay, uh, Chugger Shrug DeAndre Hopkins on the Packers. On the Packers. You can't say on the Cowboys, Trenton. <laughs> you dirty Southerner. Um, I'm going to say Shrug. Shrug? Okay, elaborate. Uh, because if I'm DeAndre Hopkins and I'm... Third... I, so not from DeAndre Hopkins' point of view. For Packers? Just the Packers. Oh, then Chug. Chug. You need... Uh, having one good, strong veteran presence does help a lot in the locker room and it does help with the young rookies they have a very young team and so for him to come in there and to help these guys learn a lot more and teach them a lot could help jordan love a lot and the team so i think a very good veteran presence is important with a young team okay marcus same question chug or shrug uh, deandre uh, hopkins i'm not usually uh like totally agree with trenton because he usually picks Texas people. But I'm chugging. I'm chugging that one. I think what I've read, too, is with the two-year contract, like um, Arizona takes the majority of that big hit. Yeah, $22 so, million. So I think, one, you get, like you said, a veteran presence, a guy who could bring a lot on the field and off the field, and at not too crazy of a price because they take some of that hit. So chug. I am going to shrug. Oh, wow. DeAndre Hopkins, and here's why. Oh, please tell us. This year is not about putting out the best possible team that you can. This year is about seeing what you have. Isn't every now, year about putting out the best Wait, 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 wait. Let, let me... Let me elaborate. I'm going to let you finish. Yeah, because you're breaking my heart over here. This is ridiculous. I, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. They still have the Aaron Rodgers $45 million cap hit, so they don't have a lot of money to play with. Now, if DeAndre Hopkins was a free agent next year, I would be all on board. I would be like, yeah, absolutely. Let's bring in DeAndre Hopkins. I don't want to take reps away from a team on a team who's probably not a Super Bowl contender anyway. I don't want to take reps away from Christian Watson. I don't want to take reps away from Romeo Dobbs, uh, Jalen Reed. Like, I want to see Jordan Love throw into those guys this year. Like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Like, then you just have a better draft pick next year to improve the team. But I, I don't think adding two wins to the Packers, who are probably going to be 7-10 and 10 this year, and making them a 9-8 and eight team, I don't know if... That's what I want to see. I don't know if I want to stunt the development of any of those receivers. It's not It's not about the extra two wins. That He can teach these players so much. I understand some might not get the ball as much, but there are certain receivers that need more time looking instead of being in the game. Like They need to understand the playbook. They need to understand the routes. They need to understand what's, what to do in certain situations. And I think that veteran presence is very important for their growth. And you will get the two extra wins. It doesn't matter. But, I mean, take the loss because if he does, he's not going to be a free agent next year. I think he'll get a two-year contract somewhere. I also think the goal is to always put the best team on the field. I And it's always, like, also for Jordan Love. Like, I want him throwing at the best available people. Okay, to argue Trenton's point, if the goal is to get a veteran presence, you can find a lot of people who can do the same thing in terms of, like, guys who play the game the right way. Like you can get a Julio Jones type for a lot cheaper. You know, you can get somebody who will but be... But we had Sammy Watkins. Like, I don't need that again. 
I want someone who can still play on the field. So what do you think? T.Y. Hilton would be a good one. What do you think the Packers' ceiling is this year? Like if everything goes right, what's everything goes right? Wild card. How many games is it now? Seventeen. Quick mess. I'm saying everything goes right. Eleven and six. Ooh, wow, that's too high for me. I can't even. Uh, But I'm saying everything goes right. That's best case scenario in every scenario for me, right? I think I. So I'm saying eleven and six at most ten. And if, that's and I think that's even a little too high. Okay, if this. everything goes right with DeAndre Hopkins, with and they and they were to sign DeAndre Hopkins, and everything goes right, I think Marcus is probably right with eleven and six. That's probably enough to win the division at eleven and six. So you would get a home playoff game, you win a home playoff game, and then you face the team who had the bye. And then you get the crap kicked out of you in the Maybe. second yeah, round. Yeah, but the fact that you that's went to the playoffs the with Jordan Love in the first year, that's a win right that there, makes right. a huge statement. That's a big win right that's there. That's a win. No one expects right. you to even get to the playoffs, let alone win the division. And Rodgers didn't last year. Yeah. That's a huge, that, would, that, mm. that would hurt Rodgers' ego if he that? makes the playoffs. You're telling me you don't want to go to the playoffs? You'd rather pick like four spots better in the draft? I just want to see what we have. That's I mean, what I want. You, you can. You still can. Like you can switch everyone out. DeAndre Hopkins yeah, doesn't have to play the whole game, but he can play a, a probably a decent percentage of it. Okay, that's best case scenario. Now, what's realistic? If eleven and six is best case, I said seven and ten. That's realistic. Oh, I'd have to look at who they're playing. Yeah, okay, but I'll give you seven and ten realistic. Like, are we really adding DeAndre Hopkins to a seven and ten team? No. Is that really... That's why I was no. going to wrap this part up with where do you think he's actually going to go, and I was going to start with Chiefs. Chiefs. Trenton, I think I know where you're, what you're going to say. Haha, <laughs> 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 no, he won't go. Where I, I would love him to go to the Cowboys, but no, he'll probably go He'll probably go to the Chiefs or the Rams. Rams. Patriots. What? Why? That's... That's I, just was, you might as well go to the Packers then. then. You might as well go to the Packers then. I was gonna say Buffalo. you got Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. You got the Bills. Miami. I don't. We don't know what the hell they're gonna do. I'm thinking There's Chiefs, two straight teams right there. They're gonna whoop your ass every week. I'm thinking week. Chiefs or Bills. He'll go to. But that sounds like a Belichick special Bills. right there. Yeah, but they're not gonna win. So why would he go there too? Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Chug or shrug. All right. If it wasn't for the playing tournament. The Bucks would still be playing right now. Chug or shrug? Chug. Because it wouldn't have been Miami. Now remember, if it right? wasn't for the playing tournament, Miami and Boston would have played in the first round. Wow. Yeah. Boston maybe gets eliminated in the first in the, round. We might get to the second round. We would have beat the crap out of the Hawks, just like Boston did. So I'm gonna say Chug. I'm gonna say Chug because we wouldn't have had to run into the vaunted Heat. And then we would have played the Knicks, and then we would have played the winner of the Heat and 76ers, assuming the Heat don't blow a 3-0 lead to Boston. So Trenton, Chug or Shrug, would the Bucks still be in? Would the Bucks still be playing right now if it wasn't for the playing tournament? No, because they would still play Miami. You think okay, so you think they would have played them in the finals? No, the Bucks would have played Miami. They were the eighth seed. No, they would have been the seventh seed. No, they were the seven, but they lost to Miami, yeah. Right? They lost to if without the play-in. They, they Miami would've... is the eighth seed. 
That's that's to the standings, the top eight Eastern Conference. Trent, you have to look at their records. They were forty four and thirty eight. Miami was forty, or Atlanta was forty one. Yeah, 41. Atlanta's number seven. Because they beat them in the playing tournament, so they jumped up as well. Oh, okay. So I'm we would, sorry. I apologize that for everyone. We would have played Atlanta. Oh, we would have won the first round for sure. <laughs> what was so, the question again? Would the Bucks still be playing <laughs> if it wasn't for the play-in tournament? Chug, I think they would be. Uh, Atlanta doesn't have anywhere near the talent that Miami has. And even with the honest injury, let's just say he still, that still happened. I still think we would have won, and yeah, I think we would still be in it, honestly. And I think we would have won the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, after assuming we would have beat Atlanta, we would have played the Knicks, because Cavaliers-Knicks, you can't really say that's going to go any different because of the playing tournament. So we would have played the Knicks, and then we would have played the winner of Philly and Miami. Who do you think would have won, Philly or Miami? No one beats Miami. So, would yeah. we, we would have played Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. Would we have won that? It's hard for me to pick against them now. Yeah, it's really hard. So I mean, no. it, it's it's honestly, it comes down if Jimmy Butler would be Jimmy Butler in that alternate universe. Would we have won if Giannis doesn't fall on his butt? Yes. Like, would we have beat Miami if Giannis doesn't miss three games? Yeah. No. I think we would have won. I think we would have won. I think, I think we... that was just the mojo was wrong. <laughs> well, the mojo went off when he left, but, like, I he he couldn't even go 100% when he came first came back. Like, you don't you can't tell me he was 100% in those games. Were we winning when he, when he fell? Uh, no, we were down by, like, six or something like that. No. But it's Bud in game one. Like, we never win game ones. That's true. That's why he doesn't have a job now. And sometimes they get eliminated. What's the, Is there one more? Coach Bud is better than anybody the Bucks could hire right now. Chug or shrug? Shrug. Okay. Who is better than Coach Bud? All of them except Nick Nurse. <laughs> All of them except for, well, you might be very disappointed on next week's show. If we get Nick Nurse, I'm going to be livid. It's it like, I I just, it's like I came back from the future and told you, hey, don't do this. I'll show you proof I'm from the future. This is how it goes. Really? Don't do it. And I still hire the guy. So I don't like Nick Nurse. Nick's not my first choice, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to be mad at it. I Shrug. Shrug, I think I think Nick. I think Monty. You think Monty's better than Coach Bud? Yeah. Didn't Coach Bud out coach Monty Williams? Yeah, he did. In the finals? Did he out coach him or did he maybe have better pieces? Like I mean well, I've seen Chris Bud, Paul's good. Devin Booker's I've good. Seen, old Paul. I've seen Bud get tripped up too many times. I mean the Bucks. And so when the Bucks get tripped up, I've no one to blame but the coach. Shoots immediately. Turns the ball over. You know, gets like uh, the cul-de-sac in the paint all the time. You know, stupid fouls defensively. Like, yes, it's the players doing it. But, like, the coach is the one to tell him what to do. Is the one to coach him. So I'm going to say that I think, especially we talked about um, the open threes at the 
the Suns were hitting. Like, Monty can scheme an offense. And I think a lot of the Bucks' problem is the one-dimensional, really predictable, therefore, <coughs> therefore manageable offense. Like, manageable for the other team. So I'm going to say yes. Monty. I, like, when can we have something other than Giannis just goes barreling in and gets fouled, misses two free throws, or turns it over? Can you have an offense with Giannis that doesn't incorporate Giannis just driving to the basket with he, reckless yeah, abandon yeah, if he that is about, successful? Yeah, if he thinks what, about how, more than that. How does Giannis fit in that offense? I say we... Skip all these coaches and sign Phil Jackson. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. He's an 11-time NBA champion player and coach. I feel like, think about the past earlier. I feel like Giannis makes his decision too early to, mm. like... Because he is. Like, two steps and Giannis is under the basket. He's like, but two. like Giannis is a very... Like, we see how determined he is. So, like, when he gets the ball, he's going to charge in. And, like, that's it. When he decides that he's... Trapped and it's time to pass. It's too it's late. It's usually too late. I agree, hundred percent. There's no way out. You know, we don't move enough on offense. Like, I don't know. NBA does a thing a lot where like the passing lane will get cut off and like no one will move. It's almost like he speaks before he thinks. He moves before he thinks. Right. Like he. He doesn't it's give like it he time for the quick. Th- yeah. Sometimes two things. You gotta let. Sometimes you gotta let the play develop or try and find. So I don't options. know. Maybe, maybe Monty would have <laughs> some ideas, bro. Now, I wrote this question to Chug It. I think the Bucks overreacted what? when they fired Coach Bud. I think the fact that the Heat are still going, they went up 3-0 against Boston. And now, what is everybody saying? Boston needs to fire Joe Missoula. And then they're saying, like, you know, Toronto, we gotta fire Nick Nurse. Like, it's turning into soccer. It is. Where you You're go, right. you, you have, you lose a couple yeah. games in a row, and we just gotta fire the coach. We gotta fire the coach. Well, and Nick Nurse had to go. But well, do we not lose a couple times consecutively for similar reasons? I think if the Bucks would have known that Miami was gonna go up 3-0 on Boston, I don't think they fire a coach, bud. Now, that's all dependent on did Giannis say, I want Bud gone? Now, if Giannis says, I want Bud gone, you know, then, then he's gone. You know, like the Bucks could hire Monty Williams, Nick Nurse, whoever, and 10 games into the season, if Giannis is like, oh, I don't like this guy, get rid of him, like he's gone. So Giannis has like the ultimate trump card and that, he can fire any coach whenever he wants, but I don't think the Bucks would have fired Coach Bud if they would have known that Miami was as good as they were. I still think they should have, though, because he's terrible at making decisions. The guy doesn't even call a timeout. I wouldn't say... He doesn't change any of his game plan at halftime. Mm-hmm. They go in there, I don't know what he says, maybe nothing at all, because it sure doesn't seem like he says anything, and they come out and do the same thing for another half. They lose by 20. Okay. I, I'm with you. I'm I'm happy that that at least it took a little bit for Miami to advance that we had to make the decision quickly. That they didn't wait. Like, is it right? Is it wrong? It's one of those things that you're talking about we're going to get with. We'll know that in years from now. But, like I said, like Friend said, I think we've ran into the same problem a lot of times. 
is it to me it's almost like Mike McCarthy. Did he win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Yes. Did he come did he did we get the did the Packers become stagnant and couldn't get past a certain point? Yes. Sounds like the Bucks. I would argue that that was more Ted Thompson than Mike McCarthy. But I will make this this one last point. Eric Spolstra was coaching the Heat in what year? Like the first year they got LeBron. What year was that? Like 2012. 2012. Whatever. Either way, it was like 10ish years ago, right? 13. The decision was 2010. 2010. And then like the Heat did nothing for like 6 years after he left. And I'm sure a lot of people would have been like he was basically coach Bud, right? Which he won a championship. He won two championships. But then it was like, well, now we're doing nothing. We gotta get rid of Spolstra. We gotta get rid of Spolstra. And now what is everybody saying? He's Eric's the greatest. Coach. He's the greatest coach. He's the greatest <laughs> yeah. coach. Like look at like an Andy Reid. A lot of people in Philadelphia ran him out of town. Right, sure. A lot of times you're better off just not getting rid of your coach. Who has won a championship? Yeah, but but sometimes you're better off getting rid of the coach, right? Because the Chiefs hired Andy Reid. I mean, should yeah. the Packers the, like whoever? Should the Packers mean? have gotten rid of Mike McCarthy? Yes. Earlier, like in retrospect, sure. they probably yeah. should have gotten rid of him after the 2014 game against Seattle. Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah. they gave him what four or five more years. Yeah, it's... probably too much. But like, there's no right or wrong answer. Oh, I just a, don't like, in my opinion. The Bucks got caught up in the zeitgeist of the moment. I'm using German now. Uh, they got caught up in the zeitgeist of the moment, and they had to fire their coach. And that's what I don't like about it. I feel like they were a little bit rash in their decision-making. No. Same problems require new solution. Well, Moving on. We will see. Uh, just real quick, we'll go through the NBA playoffs. Uh, are you surprised the Bucks haven't announced a new coach? No, I think no. Yeah. I think they're waiting maybe until you said until Nick Nurse decides. I think just until the finals. I don't know. So I'm not surprised. I think they they can give it time. Like just wait for a little bit. Like there's no rush. I feel like to get right, coach immediately. Aren't signing or I mean you know. the Eastern Conference is still happening and they got the finals and you know they take long travel. Just give it time. Make sure you pick the right person. Not Nick Nurse. I'm going to piggyback a little bit on what Trenton just said. Uh, the Bucks have one draft pick in this year's draft. I think they pick like 58th in the draft. So it's not like they really have to prepare for the NBA draft at all. Oh, God. Uh, like, what else is John Horace going to do but interview, like, Mark Jackson and whoever else, whatever other candidate he can think of? You know. Like, what else is he going to do? Like, I'm <laughs> guessing this is John Hoare's day every single day. He wakes up. He calls Chris. He goes, hey, Chris, are you going to opt in or out? Chris goes, I haven't decided yet. He's like, all right, well, if you, you know, make up your mind today, just shoot me a call. And he hangs up. And then he calls Brooke. And he's like, hey, Brooke, uh, what, what are you thinking? Do you want to come back to Milwaukee or not? And then Brooke goes... I don't know. I'm just going to enjoy Disney World or wherever Brooke Lopez hangs out. And he goes, okay, well, you know, if you change your mind, let me know. And then he probably calls Giannis. He goes, hey, Giannis, I just want to let you know that I love you. 
And Yannis goes, thanks. Uh, I'm going to go hang out with, you know, the kids and the family. Culver's. Or, you know, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go to Culver's or something. And then he goes and takes a nap or something. That's what John Horst does every day. <laughs> yeah. That's he doesn't have a draft. He doesn't have yeah. options. Like, he can't, like, make trades or anything. He can't sign free agents. No. He can't do anything. He has the most gravy job in the world. He's getting paid a lot of money just to chill for like an entire year. So basically, he's probably just interviewing people out of boredom. <laughs> you need something to do. Mark Jackson, are you doing anything this afternoon? Do you want to get interviewed? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so no, not surprised. I do think uh, Nick Nurse is probably the guy that everybody's waiting on. Don't do it, Bucks. Uh, it sounds like it's between them, Philly, and Phoenix. Yeah, Philly or Phoenix, go there. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I think, I think by next week's show. Well, we'll find out. No. Boston or Heat? Heat. Trenton? My gut's telling me Heat. My gut's always right, but my brain's telling me Boston because it would be incredible if two Boston teams came back down three down three games to win the series, to go to the championship game, that'd be incredible. Then again, I'm thinking a little foul play there just to get the ratings up because this playoff series, this entire thing has been eh. And no one's really looking forward to the finals anyways. So yeah. why not, you know, sauce it up a little bit. But no, I think Miami's probably going to win. Give me Boston. I was looking up the uh, the odds of who's going to win this series. Uh, so... Miami is still the favorite, so Miami is minus one thirty, which is pretty close. Boston yeah. was plus one fifteen. Oh, sh- that's that's getting into pick'em territory. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's Vegas. I feel like it's more about Game Six, right? Than it is Game Seven. Yeah. Game Six. Whoever like, wins they Game Six is going to win the thing. Right. Obviously, yeah. Like yeah. if Miami wins, they win. But if Boston wins, wins then they're winning Game Six. You're feeling like there's a mountain on top of you if you're Miami, like. Yeah, and so. it's in Boston too, so you're not. Yeah, it's on your favor. If you're Miami, you do not want to go back to Boston. No, you'll lose. Oh, real quick, uh, LeBron is he retiring? No, no, Marcus, why not? Of course, LeBron's not retiring. He just wants this public moment where maybe he'll retire, maybe he won't. Like, oh wait, LeBron likes to be the center of attention. Shut. This phone will take my talents to South Beach and um, join the Miami. No shit, the guy loves attention. He already said he wants to stay and play with Brownie. He's going to play with Brownie. He won't retire um, this year. No. Trenton, is he retiring? No. I Marcus said it. Couldn't say any better than what Marcus said. 100% true. Like, the guy's already hurting his knee and making a whole skeptical of it. And he ruined the NBA. LeBron James ruined the NBA. Everyone's soft and everyone's a little bitch now. So I wish he would retire so I can re-watch basketball and enjoy it. But no, I gotta wait two more damn years till his son comes in. And then it'll still probably be a little bitch sport because his son's gonna do the same damn thing. And he won't be anywhere near as good as his father. He'll be subpar. He'll probably get hurt and be done by 26. That's my prediction. Wow. Okay. I will also say uh, no. I don't know what I said that you guys both thought that I said LeBron was retiring. I, uh, you know, I've been told this a lot in my life, so it's good to tell somebody else. I'm sorry that I led you on, but 
uh, I didn't mean to. Uh, so the the worst part about athletes, in my opinion, is when they retire because they're so used to just being catered to and they're entitled yeah. and everybody loves them. Free food. And then as soon as they retire, like they get Brett Favre syndrome, and they're just like, "Wait, no, you guys don't love me anymore that yeah. I'm retired." Oh, maybe I'll come back. What? I don't... Why doesn't everybody love me anymore? And, like, that's the thing. Is like, as fans, we love you. Like, we idolize these athletes. Probably too much in reality. But the second they decide to retire, for the most part, we're just like, all right, good for you, dude. Like, I'm glad that you get to retire at 35. Like, like I wish I could do that. Yeah. But, all right, see ya. Goodbye. And they're like, wait... <laughs> You're not begging for me to come back. Like, they turn into, like, that douchey guy at the party that, like, keeps yeah. telling everybody he's going to leave for an hour. Yeah. But then won't leave. It's like, get out of here already. And it's like, all that guy wants is for you to be like, <laughs> no, no, you can't leave. This party would oh, suck without gosh. you. And it's like, in reality, <laughs> this party's going to be just fine. Just go home. <laughs> Opens door. I yeah, agree like, with you. Please get out. And that's every athlete. It's true. And okay. you know what? I think they forget that uh, us normal people, our intention spans are very short. Opens door. Opens door. Words. Like, honestly, if LeBron was like, I'm retiring tomorrow, I'd be like, well, you had a great career. That was your career. Oh, Thank God. I'm happy Thank for God. you. Thank God. Opens door. Doors open. And the NFL draft is at Lambeau. I love it. Uh, once again, though, they are also asking for taxpayer money. Whoops. Uh, the city or the NFL? The Packers are asking for $2 million. I already buy stock that doesn't matter, and now they want money? Yeah, Did you actually don't... buy stock? No, but I mean, okay. like, okay. you know, yeah, theoretically a person does. I mean, to be honest, it's $2 million. Okay, but it's... what's the funsies? Roll that in. Roll that in. Okay, the so seeing, at Lambeau. seeing as the NFL draft is at Lambeau, if you could have any sporting event at any venue, what would it be and why? Marcus, I'll start with you. Okay, okay. I like what you said about Lambeau. Historic. Holds a lot of people, like 60% of the town of Green Bay. Um, but, and I think a lot of people are going to say Super Bowl. Too cold, not enough hotels, infrastructure, all the shit like that. So I'm going to say, give me a World Cup mm. at Lambeau. Yeah. And so I mean like a group stage or something, maybe a, no, let's take it to the a knockout round. Fuck it. Trenton said it. Give me the you, World you Cup final at anything. Lambeau. Like, it doesn't have the to World be realistic. World Cup final at Lambeau is probably going to be USA and France. <laughs> If France is going to win 7 to Marcus, 17 to 0. Marcus, we can't be friends if you're going to cheer for France in that game. Oh, in that game? I'll be the guy running across the field in an eagle costume with his... <laughs> so, go USA. It's going to be the World Cup final at Lambeau for me. Ooh. What y'all got? Trenton, what you got? Um, It's been really difficult. I'm going to take Wembley Stadium. And I am going to... Ooh. Sporting event. I'm going to take Wembley Stadium, Texas Rangers vs. Brewers World Series. All seven games there. Wow, at Wembley. I'd be curious to see the crowd, but if it's 90,000. 
There, there you go. Do they even know what baseball is there? No, the Americans go They're there. They're like, this is like upside or, down cricket. Or the, the Japs like to go there, too. <laughs> this is upside down cricket. <laughs> it's like, going to blow their minds. overhand cricket. Wait, is cricket overhand? Cricket's overhand. Would you bounce it? Yeah, you can't bend your elbow as you throw. So you yeah, you, you got to like, whip it. it. It's a toss. Yeah. yeah. What you got, champ? Uh, give me the Super Bowl at Lambeau. I Super know Bowl. I was ready. You, you got a little bit ahead of me on this one. Um, but that's why I want the Super Bowl there. Not that, you know, I'm trying to go. I'm trying to enjoy watching all these celebrities who think going to the Super Bowl is a flex for two teams that they don't care about and just watching all of the plastic in their face freeze (laughs) when it's negative 10 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts or whatever and... Now, Two pro- teams that they don't care Jack about. Prescott. Yeah, there you go. And watch Mike McCarthy freeze on the sidelines again. <laughs> He's not used to that Wisconsin ice. I like that's what I want. I I want to watch the crowd more so than I want to watch the game. Mm. I'm just trying to see. You know, like I said, like show me who's Brad Pitt, who's not a man. Who's gonna be the new Tom Coughlin? <laughs> oh man, He's still With hanging the bright on. Red cheeks. Yeah, who's oh. the old guy with the the reddest like, cheeks? And can you get secondhand frostbite? Like, I think it's already think frozen and just stays that way. Just watching like Will Ferrell or somebody. Just you know, he does like Milwaukee best. There you go. Uh, anyway, this has been Thurston Ten, Milwaukee's best podcast. Ah, uh, uh, follow us on Twitter at Thurston Ten Sixty Nine. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Spotify, Amazon, Apple, iHeart, Google. Uh, it's been real. Peace. Cheers. Let's go, ads. Don't you say anything this way. Well, fun and high. Out past the cornfields where the woods got heavy.